Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is the 16th of July. We're going to the other side of the month. It's just going by and going by. And it's like kind of in a really weird way, Groundhog Day. Just continued denial and continued people shouting out what they believe is the truth. And, oh, my gosh, what a time. And our dreams are showing up in such a way that we really are starting to see ourselves as people who can see past what we're looking at. From the dreams I've been getting, I wanted to do a show today about the causes, the types of dreams, the meanings of dreams, because there was something that Christ said, and we'll get back to reading dreams next week, But I was like, gosh, with all of our dreams now, we're internalizing and we're changing, right? And I said that a few shows ago when it came to dreams. But the true purpose of dreams, they reinstill, and this is just a direct quote, they reinstill our strength, they reinstill our courage, they reinstill our motivation, to self-awareness and care. Dreams are designed to stretch us. Even did studies with dogs and found they have the same types of reactions in their sleep that humans do. So I would be curious, imagine if a dog can talk and tell us what he's dreaming. Or someone who was born blind. Because everybody still dreams. And it brings out our feelings and our beliefs and our truest values. A lot of times you may struggle making a decision. And then you dream like you missed the boat. And you're in a boat and you're going in the opposite direction or something. And you're like, why was I dreaming about a boat going out in the middle of nowhere? But if you actually say it out loud or tell someone... You start to put two and two together, right? You start to see that, hey, what's going on? If you feel depressed, you start feeling dreams of being alone, and you start feeling dreams of people not wanting to interact with you in different ways. But what would that look like in a dream? That would look like you're at a party and no one's talking to you. Everybody's dancing and you're standing in the corner. But they reveal your hidden truths. They reveal what you really, really want. And a lot of times, the problem you may have during the day 
like you have a ton of homework to do and there's a particular um like say they gave you an assignment that you had two weeks to research and put together and you're getting close you're done with week one you haven't started yet you know you're under the gun the pressure gun is hitting so now you're kind of thinking of the topic and you're starting to add to it pressure go to sleep and somehow you see that whole paper play out and then you wake up and you feel like you have direction or you have a personal problem let's say you're in love with someone and you don't know what to do about it that person is not available to you and then you dream that somebody else is available to you and you say oh no but I don't want that person I want this person but the dream is telling you this is not yours and trying to give you an arrow it's not trying to take you away from someone you love it's trying to show you where to go where your life can go it's giving you options but then we wake up and we have free will A lot of times when our dreams are super intense, we'll wake up in the middle of the dream because it's so intense we almost can't take it. But it's also because we were meant to remember that dream because you're going to dream all night long. Five to seven dreams is the average in our sleep. Most of the time we don't remember any of them. There's some people who have such vivid dreams that like every week they're sending me a dream, literally every week, sometimes two or three, and I can only read the last one in great detail. And then there's others that are like, well, you know, it was kind of like this, and then that happened, and there's like one line in it, right? Like the dream we had last week with the person who was with her boyfriend, and she saw the replacement of her dad's face in the most intimate part of the relationship. That's how deep her feelings went about her dad. And it upset her because really in real life, she hasn't reconciled her relationship with her dad. And a lot of that is because most of the time, out our feelings on our mother because we feel like she should have protected us. We just assume that men don't have that emotionality. So this was showing her that, yeah, this person, yes, you have these feelings towards your mom and you're picking on your mom, but you also have to pay attention to both sides of the equation because they do reveal our hidden truths. They're not just noise going on. Our deepest knowledge comes when our sensors are off. So if you really want to know about something, what you really, really feel, somewhere where you need to grow, where you need to integrate your knowledge and your behavior together, because dreams show us doing things. It shows us getting through them. It shows us walking away. It shows where our interest is. And our expression or the health of our relationships with another person or where we even live. 
or where we're choosing to live? Why do those dreams show up even at those times? And why do like the most vivid dreams that we have disappear right after we wake up? We're like, during the dream, we think we're never going to forget it. And then we wake up and we can't remember it. And a lot of that is because the strength we needed has already been had. The courage we needed has already happened. And we will wake up motivated. So you go to sleep one night and you're not really thinking about the next day, especially now because we're at least in where I live. We're home. We're home again. Um, Different than last time because we've learned a lot, but we're basically home again. And the next day is up for the most part. So sometimes I just wake up more motivated than other times. It's like you go to sleep and you say, okay, I'm really happy for this happening, that happening. You know, I always do my little conversation with God before I fall asleep. And then I just wake up. feels like a lifetime later. And some days I wake up where it takes me a while to actually wake up. I'm still in that state of I'm asleep. And I could feel when I do wake up. And other times I wake up wide awake and I have my strength. I have my courage. I have my motivation. I'm fully aware of it. And I just wake up running. And you say, why do I feel that way one day and this way another? Or why do I wake up feeling heavy and tired? Well, that sequence of dreams we had, whether we remember them or not, were providing for us what we needed to pay attention to what we need to pay attention to in our lives. Even though dreams can be super fantastical, you know, and crazy, and we're flying, and we're we're diving into dry pools, and we're doing all this stuff, and we never, ever really die. And it's just showing you that this is not going to kill you. Whatever it is you think you're going to do, it is not the end of the world. So what we may think of as a bad dream or a scary dream, because in daytime, real life, we're thinking, that would just kill me. I don't want to think that. That's scary. That's ugly. But yet we feel like we survived it. And it ends up drawing strength. That's why I say so many things about nothing is as it seems, nor as it is seen. Because the scariest dreams are huge motivators because we face the fear. We live to tell about it. We live to tell about it. Waking up just with that. If you were to say, I made it instead of that scared the heck out of me, that was a nightmare. You would feel courage. And you do feel motivation. Because our subconscious is constantly taking notes. 
those little thoughts we have that we know are true, that we ignore, because we're like, oh, no, that's going to be way too much work. I can't tell them the truth. And then you have a, a dream where all the truth keeps showing up everywhere. Your abilities, your decision-making capabilities, your observance of what's going on around you. Think about that. Because you know what's going on around you all the time, but sometimes it's too much for us to take in. So when we sleep, our subconscious, conscious minds, are open to each other. And we start to feel like we can deal with whatever it is. So weirdest dreams, when they're super weird, like things that can't happen in real life, one of them, most of them, are flying. The other one is dying in your dream of something, whether anybody else was involved with it or not, and knowing that you actually didn't die. Because, believe it or not, these strengthen you to face the anxiety and the stress that you have been exposed to, either that day or that you have adopted as a way of life. Or let's say you watched the news before you slept, or you were watching a super scary movie, and then your dreams are just freaking you out, and and you even may wake up during them. But it takes you past the fear and shows you what the fear can do and reels you back into, but you've got this. As I started to do dreams along the way, and I'm reading everyone's dreams and I'm reading everyone's dreams, and last week I go, I just got to talk about dreams, period. Because the hidden meanings of even feeling pain in our dreams We're actually not feeling the pain. We're watching the pain. We are like a witness in our own dreams to what our mind's processing unit is processing. And it's just like organizing a closet, only your brain is organizing everything your subconscious was picking up all day long. If we were to remember all of our dreams, we would be living in them because we wouldn't be able to stop thinking about how weird a dream was. And there's a reason why you only remember certain dreams. And after a while, if you continue to remember your dreams, or you know how sometimes people wake up and write down what they were dreaming about because they don't want to forget, you start to see a pattern of how you think. Do you internalize fear? Does it come out in your behavior? You start to see what you thought were hidden meanings as obvious meanings. So many studies have been put to the test on trying to control your dreams. They wanted to see if they can control the madness, but it isn't the madness. It's an organizational tool for your body, your mind, your soul 
to filter out the stuff that you don't need and to keep the things that you do. It's like a reality test inside. It's like, is this real? Should we keep this? Is this trash? Should I get this out of here? Oh, wait, let's let's have this dream. This will be something the person needs to build strength, courage, and motivation. Because while we are on earth, we need backup, in quotes, from home. We need it. We get it in many ways. One way is that every single one of us has our own little angels and guides. They are invisible to the eye, but not to the emotion. We can feel it. We can feel it. We've all felt those times when we were like, what just happened? The rare moments. But when our free will, what we see and what we feel and what we hear, when we give permission, I remember when it first started happening to me and I knew there was a presence around me and and I don't think it was Christ right off because there were those little angels in the beginning. I want to say little, they were light and and playful and, and fun. I was feeling them and then after a while I'm like, what's going on? Who are you? And just so I can understand, they'll speak to us in a language we understand so that we understand. It's not what words or why the words. It's, it's that we understand. And I started asking questions, and the more I asked, the more answers I got, the more experiences I got, the more my dreams became different and alive. It moved us like this entire unit. Our environment. Our environment gets sucked into us. That is why it is imperative to your life if you really want to be your most efficient. If you really want that, you really have to fight for it. There's a lot of things that will attack our efficiency. And our dreams show us those things. They try to attack our the way our will works in our own lives. It's not their job. It's your job. It's not their job to say, get me out of here, I'm attacking you. It's your job to say, Hey, this doesn't feel right. I need to hand it over to God. I'm not qualified for this. Being able to admit those things. Imagine how your subconscious feels like, wow, this person knows enough to know not to keep barking up this tree because it's not serving anybody well. Nobody is being served well in this case. So when you know what to remove, this job, I go to this job and there's these chemicals in the air and it's making me sick. Why do I keep going? Oh, because I need the money. Well, is there no other job I can do in my life? 
and you have this crazy dream about being in a a rainforest and you're stuck and you can't see the sun and you can't breathe and all this stuff and you're trying to figure out why you had that dream. And it's because you're walking in somewhere where you can't breathe every day. It's just our dreams are magical and huge. Sometimes the conversations you wish you could be having, you actually have in your dreams. It's really interesting when dreams do get remembered and you try to explain it to someone and you actually have to think about, well, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. But if you ever have a dream that you wake up with and you remember, and I do this from time to time, sometimes I don't have the time, but God, I love when I can. I actually record myself telling myself about the dream because when I listen back to it is when I can see it. I can see like, oh, and it might not happen that day or that minute, but it happens like throughout that week where I'd be like, no wonder I saw that. Well, that makes sense now. And and my brain starts working on unraveling the mystery but we can't really control our dreams because our dreams are all about no control. It's us uncensored and also unbounded by the limits and the boundaries that we understand as life. Why do we fly in our dreams? Is it possible that we can do that in real life and we just don't know? When I go on my walks, I see birds glide. And they will glide for a long time without flapping their wings, at least as long as I could watch them. But their wings are out. I'm like, how do they keep gliding without flapping? That's what happens in our dreams. Is it possible? Will people one day be doing that? Who knows? But when we fly in our dreams and we wake up, we feel invincible. When we feel pain in our dreams, when we cry hard in our dreams, we wake up feeling like we've gone to the other side of it. Instead of, oh, I had such a painful dream last night and we're all sad and we don't know how to get past it. And then I say, and you woke up? Yeah, I woke up. And I'm like, well, obviously, you know, I just think I'm so funny. But seriously, you woke up. And you're okay. Or let's say we have a dream that something happened and somebody died that we love. And we wake up super scared because we know, oh, my God, this person died. And you're so sad in your dream that you wake up crying. That that happened to me. Actually, nobody died yet, but my dad, who already passed, came to me to tell me my mom died. And I started arguing with him, saying, what do you mean mom died? No, Dad, you died, not her too. Because we didn't have a chance to say goodbye to my dad. He just 
had a hemorrhagic stroke and he was gone. And then I thought, how did my mom die? And I'm talking to my dad in the out front and there was like a brick wall and my mom was walking by wearing all white linen. And I started crying in my dream, like crying so hard that I woke up and my entire face was wet. I was really crying, physically really crying. That's how deep in my subconscious my love for my mom and my parents was. Couldn't imagine. I know we all have to, but I couldn't imagine my life without not only both my parents, but without both of them. I couldn't imagine my life without my dad, and then he was gone. And then we were all holding on to my mom, and now she was gone, and now who were we without them? They were like our little leaders of the family. They were who we went to. They were who we pushed against. So the dream was very, very painful. But now, and it took a while to take that dream in, I look back and I think, wow, my dad loved me so much that he came to tell me. When I thought of it that way, it changed the pain in that dream. And it showed me how feeling, the feelings the dream came to instill in us, which is strength and courage and motivation, those are what dreams do. Those are the only three things dreams do, by the way. At the end of the day, they reinstill strength, courage, and motivation. It did give me courage. Because two weeks later, my mom had a brain aneurysm. Two weeks later. So, go see her. Instead of saying, why is this happening to us? I was like, wow, Dad, you you weren't kidding. Holy cow. But there was something else that happened. Something very interesting. I knew without a shadow of a doubt that our dreams are real. There's a whole school of thought. I read about it before this show, between yesterday and today, about whether or not dreams are even real. I thought, how could someone dispute them? But then they say, well, they're so crazy. They're, they, they don't have anything to do with reality. They're just this neurochemical condition in the brain that occurs during your REM sleep. A phase of sleep characterized by rapid eye movements and dreaming. But they're creative and they just are filled with far out material. (laughs) And now we know, I know, that's not true. I had a dream 
of someone who was pregnant, very close to me, who's they told her her son was going to have Down syndrome. And in my sleep, her father came to me, who's passed, and said, now I knew two things, two pieces of information. One, it was a he, and two, he was going to be healthy and not to abort the pregnancy. That boy is now 13 years old, and he has the highest IQ in the school district of the area he lives in. Our dreams are real. They are our connection to our strength, courage, and motivation. I can't believe my time is up already, and I literally feel like we just got started. I love you guys. I will see you tomorrow on Questions Friday. Have a great Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.